You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to Inside Out. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. And uh, we have, for a number of episodes, been talking about the Holy Spirit. And uh, the Holy Spirit is our everything. He's our helper. He's our comforter. He is our our strength. He is our everything, and he helps us. And I, I pray that today that you're helped and encouraged and aware, just aware and sensitive to the fact that the Holy Spirit is with you, he's in you, and he will help you today. And that being said, I'm going to segue, kind of shift off of um, the episodes on the Holy Spirit as I was praying this morning about, you know, what to share in uh Today's podcast, I felt led of the Holy Spirit uh, to just dive into some things I've been teaching at our church, Meadowbrook Church. Um, We're in north central Florida, in case you're not from the area or not from the church. And uh, I've been teaching about generations. And so let me dive in here, Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. It says, The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, Jacob begot Judah and his brothers, and on and on it goes for about 18 verses. And uh, the genealogy, uh, which there are 340 genealogies in the Bible, uh, genealogy really has everything to do with uh, generations. It's a lineage, it's a family line. And so Matthew 1 that we just read from shows 14 generations from Abraham to David, and then 14 generations from David to the Babylonian exile, and then 14 generations from the Babylonian exile to Jesus, the Messiah. So I want to make this point early on, and and often as we talk about this over the next few episodes, God thinks and plans and works in generations. Hear that again. God thinks and plans and works uh, in terms of generations. Um, Absolutely thinks, works, and plans in terms of individuals. But putting that all together, uh, no man is an island. We're not in this by ourselves. We travel. we, We go upstream, downstream with a whole lot of other people, close and not close, and and friendly and not friendly, and and connected and not connected, and good and not good. And um, God thinks, works, and plans in terms of individuals, and God thinks, works, and plans in terms of generations. Guess what? So does the enemy. The enemy. The enemy thinks, plans, and works in terms of generations also. And he's a he steals, kills, and destroys. And his number one weapon or tool is deception. And so that's why we have to have truth. And uh, I'm going somewhere with that. Now, generations, what is a generation? It has changed over generations. Ultimately, it's this. It's roughly 25, 35 years 
But it's uh, children are born, they grow up, they become adults, and they have children. And now you have another generation. And in the earth today, there are six generations alive, uh, living, working side by side uh, in the world today. And then our, our church, Meadowbrook Church, um, you can walk around and see on a Sunday, we have six generations worshiping and learning together um, at church. And I, I just am blown away by that. I celebrate that. Uh, that is just an awesome thing. Our church and uh, our church will turn um, 35 years old this uh, August. Uh, we have f- for decades now recognized and celebrated that we are a multicultural, multi-generational church. And I love, I'm, we're just so honored. And uh, again, we celebrate that fact. But generations um, really matter. And I think we have to pay attention to different generations and how generations uh, connect. So um, there are, like I said, six generations. We have the the builders or elders, and, and depending on your research and, and source, you may get some different names or labels for the different generations. Um, but these are the ones that, through my research, uh, seem to be more uh, commonly accepted, generally accepted. And so uh, I'm going to use these. So builders or elders, and they were born before 1946. So if my math is right, if you're 78 years old, or older, you're a builder. And then boomers, uh, give or take a little bit, 1946 to 64. And then Gen X, 1965 to 79. Um, Millennials, or Gen Y, 1980 to 1994-ish. Gen Z, 1995 to 2009. And then Gen Alpha, 2010 to the present day, 2024. And um, we need to be aware of this and and develop heart and sensitivity toward all generations, not just yours, and the other generations are not your enemy, um, but realize that each generation has concerns, and each generation, there are concerns about each generation. So let me say that again. Each generation has concerns. And there are concerns about each generation. So if you take builders, for example, you know, they're, they're in the um, uh, golden years, the latter years of their life, and uh, there has to be a concern. You know, it's like uh, they see friends and, and loved ones passing, and although they might be in health, that weighs on you. And then you, you watch things change so rapidly in the world, technology and uh, morals and values and politics and um, economy and technology, all of those things changing, you know, it creates um, some real concerns. And then there, uh, you know, younger generations, all generations, you have concerns and there are concerns about you. For example, there's great concern uh, about Gen Z, uh, strong concerns about Gen Z and Gen Alpha because they are uh, truly digital natives. They're born into full-blown uh, smartphone world, screen world. Uh, they're more isolated. They're more anxious. Um, they're just, you know, all in all in all, we've got concerns that we all have and then concerns about each generation. And I believe that God's word uh, addresses these things. 
So uh, Barna research, um, this is this is uh, troubling. Says that eighty three percent of builders uh, profess to be a Christian, eighty percent of boomers, seventy three percent of Gen X, uh, bottoming out at sixty four percent for millennials. So the other generations. Um, uh, they're young enough that we're not in, using the same, you know, criteria to to uh, register those numbers. But of those generations, those that are professing Christianity, less than half of each generation group are reported to be practicing their faith. So, whereas builders, eighty three percent say they're Christians, only thirty seven percent are practicing their faith. Eighty uh, percent of boomers, only thirty percent practicing their faith. Uh, 73% of Gen X, only 26% practicing their faith. Um, millennials, uh, uh, 64% are Christian, 22% practicing their faith. I just am not liking the downward trend. And, you know, technically, yes, we are in a post-Christian world, but what, what do we do? I mean, uh, virtually everything I've shared with you so far is not really good news, but I've got some good news before we finish here. In Psalm 100, verse 5, it says, For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. I want to read it again and just hear it. The Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Now, the context and structure of that passage right there speaking to generations and the uh, perpetuity of God's goodness, mercy, and truth that it extends, God extends his goodness, God extends his mercy, and God extends his truth to all generations. Psalm 119 verse 90 says, your faithfulness endures to all generations. You establish the earth and it abides. So we've got God's truths and we've got God's faithfulness. And God's truths are just as valid, just as powerful, just as effective now as ever before. They do not fade. They do not change. And they are for every generation and they are available to every generation and they are the answer for every generation. We have God's truths enduring to all generations. We've got God's faithfulness enduring to all generations. His faithfulness is his ability, his reliability, his power. And we need to know that his faithfulness, his ability, reliability, and power also continue to and are for all generations, available to all generations. So this is just vital for us. Anything that God ever said, he still says. Anything he ever did, he can still do. It mattered then, and it matters now, and it is important for all generations to know. No matter what else is going on in the world, whatever is being uh, hyped up, said, anything else, we need to gravitate toward and embrace the truth and faithfulness of God, that his truth and his faithfulness, that is the way to live all generations. This is not your great-grandma's book. This is the timeless word of God. This is not old-fashioned and outdated. This is alive, powerful, forever settled in heaven. And God's truth shows us the way to live in this life. 
And uh, we're going to continue on uh, teaching about this, but uh, I, I want to get that point across to you today. Thank God for all generations, his truth, his goodness, his mercy, and his truth endures to all generations. It endures to you and to me. Well, thank you again for joining me today. I, I, I pray that you'll think about this, and I pray that you'll join me the next time on Inside Out. God bless you. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.